0: Hi, welcome to the journey of a grassroots rugby coach. More tracksuits, less business suits. So this pod is about the journey we all take as grassroots coaches. Most of us listen to pods where you hear the people talk to elite athletes and coaches at the top of their game, which is fantastic when we want inspiration and knowledge. I wanna to speak to the coaches on the front line, the ones that are out there every weekend helping at the grassroots level. I want to discuss the heartaches, the disappointments, the enjoyment, the euphoria, all these things we experience as coaches as we watch the next generation of players come through. We also want to discuss the lessons we've learned along the way. What would you do to fix the game at the grassroots level? How would you see the game develop in the future? You never know. We just might learn something along the way from some of the great guests that we've got lined up. So grab a seat, buckle up, it's gonna be fun. And hopefully, we learn something along the way. Hi, welcome to the first ever episode of The Journey of a Grassroots Rugby Coach. More tracksuits, less business suits. I'm your host, Bully Shaw. Or if you want to be formal, or you're my mother, my actual name is Andrew. But everyone in the rugby circles knows me as Bully. So, Bully is fine. Um, let's get on with it. So as this is the first episode, I thought i will just give you a brief rundown about myself, a little bit about what I've done as a coach, and hopefully some of the things I've learned over the time I've been coaching and some of the things that I don't do now that I used to do. Um, so I started coaching in about 2004 in rural Western Australia, in this, down the south. West pocket Uh, there's about seven or eight guys down there that had played rugby previously Some had played at school some had played like one game a couple of guys hadn't played for 20 years I remember one guy turning up um, and we're talking about lifting in the line out and he just looked at me and he says bully when I played we didn't lift in the line out Um, so that was some fun times had Um, I was still playing at the time so I was a player coach um, and I wasn't that good to be honest Um, a lot of the stuff was just like corner drills um, catch pass running in straight lines you know all the stuff that we don't do now was the stuff that I was doing Um, but that's how it was back then Um, but I enjoyed it I learned a lot as we went through I um, got offered a job as a regional development officer for Rugby WA. Um, So I traveled to the schools and helped coach, get some kids playing rugby in schools in a um, Australian rules football dominated state. It was quite a challenge, but we got there, we got some schools on board um, and we got some really good players out of that. Um, I also was involved with the WA Country Rugby Union as a forwards coach for a few years. Um, so that was in about a five year period while I was coaching down there. Um, it was a sort of, it was, it was bush bush footy, you know. Um, people from rural rural areas will understand when I say it was bush footy. Like I remember the night the assessor came down to assess me for my level one coaching certificate um, four guys turned up for training. It was the middle of winter. It was pouring down with rain. Four guys turned up. One of those was injured. Um, yes, yeah, so it was just a nightmare. Um, we managed to get through a few things and the assessor passed me as competent. Um, I don't know how, but I'm forever grateful for him for doing that. Um, in about 2012, the family and I moved to Melbourne from WA. Um, I hadn't coached for quite a few years um, as I'd been um, in the fly-in, fly-out industry working on the oil field. So I took a bit of a backseat from coaching. Did a little bit when I was back, but nothing too serious. So when we moved to Melbourne, again, I was still part of the fly-in, fly-out industry. So I just went up to my local second division club, explained the situation to them, and um, they were happy for me just to help out where I could around the traps when I was back. So I did that for a while, just as a scrum coach uh, for the team, won a premiership with them, um, and then eventually um, I got made redundant from my fly-in, fly-out job. So I decided I wasn't going to do any of that stuff anymore, and I took a more active coaching role. I took some the under-16s into the under-18s, and then did some Colts coaching. So for those that aren't familiar, Colts is, um, the under twenties age bracket. Um, so during that time I was developing as a coach, um, I was going to all the PDs that I could go to reading books, um, reading parts of books. I'm not an avid reader, um, uh, but YouTube, all this type of stuff. I was just trying to soak up as much knowledge as I could around coaching and how to coach. And all this type of stuff, because I knew that I wasn't really good at it uh, in the early days, looking back at it now. And I just wanted to be the best that I could to help the players. Um, so I was at that club for quite for, for a number of years. And then I moved on to another club where I took their Colts for a year and then um, was an assistant coach with, with the team there for a few years. Um, During that time, I was involved with some representative coaching with the Melbourne Rebels under-15s, so that's an eight-week program where we get a bunch of under-15-year-old boys uh, and coach them for about eight weeks, and then we go off to the national championships. Uh, Again, another big learning curve in my development, uh, having such a short program to work with. know no time frames plus these kids are also playing club footy so you've got them uh, for limited time frames and you're trying to work in with what they're doing at club level Um, so that was that was really enjoyable for me and i really got a lot out of it coaching wise Um, learn a lot as well as we went through Um, which sort of brings me to present day 2020 hit Um, there was no rugby in Melbourne at all during 2020, during lockdown. I think we had three pre-seasons and no games. Um, So during that time, I uh, completed my World Rugby Level 3 accreditation. Um, So that was good. That kept me going through the lockdown period. Um, During that lockdown period, I also started uh, my own website and YouTube channel, Rugby Scrum Skills. Um, I'm a passionate uh, set-piece coach, ex-prop, um, so I've just started that to help, again, spread the knowledge around and help coaches and players grow around the set piece. Um, that may be a pod for another day, the state of how the set piece is coached at different levels. Um, but I might see if I can get on a, some more uh, front row coaches around that and we could have a good old chat about the front row, which will probably bore a lot of you. but. Those that know me know I can talk about front row stuff and set piece for hours. Um, to the to the point now that my wife sits next to me watching a game, and she she can actually look at the scrum and and she's pretty spot on when she tells me what's wrong with it. Um, so I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, so I'm currently coaching at a dual shield club in Melbourne at Powerhouse Rugby Club, and I'm also the current. Uh, forwards coach for the Melbourne rebels under 16 um, representative squad for 2021. So that's my journey so far. Um, But what one thing 2020 did teach me was that there's a lot of people out there that at the grassroots level have got a lot of knowledge and we're all willing to share our knowledge. We're all willing to share something and help out each other. Um, So, you know, I got involved in a lot of WhatsApp groups and Zoom chats and stuff like that, which ultimately led me to starting my, my website and my YouTube channel just so that people can you know, get some knowledge around stuff um, and not necessarily rely on governing unions to organise training because when the world was locked down, there was no formal training going on. Um, but I think there was more informal training that went on So, and a lot of people got a lot more out of that type of stuff. So this is why I'm doing what I do. Hopefully I can get some guests on that can really teach us some stuff. Uh, There's some really good people I've got lined up so far. Um, Grassroots grassroots coaches. Um, I've also got a mate of mine who is a coach in the gymnastics field. Um, And he coaches at the grassroots level at a pretty high level in um, gymnastics. So he's going to come on and have a chat too around some of the stuff that they do around the grassroots stuff. So it's not pre- always going to be about rugby, but predominantly it will be. Um, there will be a opportunity for people to leave a voice message if they've got questions uh, and things like that. So if you've got questions around anything or you'd like some knowledge around some stuff, there'll be a voice message function in, in the, um, Podcast. I don't know how it works. I'm I'm all learning this tech stuff as we go. So, um, but thanks for listening. Um, I really, today wasn't about learning anything. It was just a little bit about myself um, so that you know who you're listening to. Um, I'm passionate about helping coaches and players grow to be the best that they can be. Um, So that's why I'm going to do this and get, you know, get some recognition out there for the grassroots coaches that are out there and doing what we do. So I hope you enjoy the pods as they come through. Again, um, feel free to subscribe. Reach out. I'm on all the socials. um, Rugby Scrum Skills on all the socials. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube. There's a few others, um, but I'm on all the socials. So if if you want to reach out, feel free. Thank you for listening. This is probably a bit scratchy, uh, but I'm sure we will improve as we go through and get better. Um, So thank you very much, and I'll talk to you next time.